Speak Between the Lines podcast. We are back in the building. It's your boy Rez. J-Rock. King Gabe. All right, all right. And episode so we still here. We After still four, episodes, here. four episodes, we ain't give up on each other yet. Uh, is that a thing? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that something I should be on the lookout for? Are are you? Nah, man. Nah. It's your two week notice. Nah, man. You know we subliminals. We still we still going. We going tough. We going hard. You know what I'm saying? I feel a little animosity. Ah, absolutely not, bro. I love you guys. He didn't, he didn't want to join the first one. Nah, I'm surprised we're still all here. So <laughs> mm, mm, coming together. Nah, man. For real, man. No, for real. <laughs> man, we back in the building. Episode right. four. We all here, man. How you guys feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good, man. I'm, 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 I'm ready to kick it off, man. Jake? Man, doing great. Another week. Everything looking good. Nothing broke down in the car, so I'm happy. That's good. That's good. Ain't, ain't shit fucking up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That shit, twelve dollars. Okay, right on. Lunch money, dog. All right, cool. Well, uh, speaking of which, I mean, let's go ahead and just uh, jump right into it, man. I mean, wins and losses. Right on. Dubs and L's. For sure. Anybody want to kick it off? That's in the bronze. All right, this guy. I'll I'll jump it off. I'm gonna let let y'all know right now. I don't really have a win or loss for this week. You got a neutral. I got neutral, dog. So you're just here. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna say I'm just here, but I mean, nothing really popped off tough this week, and I didn't really take any major L's. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess a win, I can be. I'm still alive, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There you go. That would be a dub. I take it. You know what I'm saying? But any as far as anything major, nah, man. This was just a copacetic week for me. Copacetic. What about y'all? All right. So for me, um, I'm gonna call it a win. I'm gonna call it a Steph Curry. All right. Uh, so this week, you know guys, they lost last night, huh? Stuff they now. did to they, Denver they Nuggets. Slightly. It was, I mean, but it was, it was a close possession. It was a close game. Yeah, swipe. You know, they ain't just lose by, you know, thirty something, thirty like, points like, by like Cavs. <laughs> no, <clears throat> them niggas are struggling. Now, LeBron, it, hey, when, when you take LeBron, it got ugly. You take LeBron. <laughs> no, no, <it> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's gonna be more relevant. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, man. But uh, so this week I signed up for Dart for work. Dope. So our job gets discounted if we take the Dart Rail. So for me, that's really big because my new, one of my resolutions was to get back in shape. So mm. it's forcing me to walk to the station every day because I live close enough to do so. So oh, it's giving me more activity. So that's fire. Staying in shape the yeah. hard way. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what, your, your job pays for that for you? No, they give us a discount on it. Oh, but okay. yeah. I, I would pay, <laughs> but it saves me in gas. That's what I would think too, and mileage on your car. Right. Mm-hmm. How so like, when the catalytic converter goes out, <laughs> right? I was just about to say, two, bad, two weeks ago, you didn't have that. <laughs> that twelve dollars hey, for real. <laughs> How long is that trip to take the dart to work? Um, it's about a four minute walk to the station, and then the train's really quick. Is yeah, it? it's was it like ten minutes. Not even that. Dang, that's. Oh, oh yeah. you, yeah, you winning, winning bro. You should been yeah. doing that shit. For real, for real. That's what's up. You so. ain't got to worry about nigga taking your parking spot in the apartment complex. <laughs> 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 Sitting in traffic. I mean, which, how, you don't worry. Yeah, you ain't got to worry yeah. about traffic. Yeah, so that's a real nice win. Yeah, that's a dub. That's a dub. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, mine's uh, pretty brief. So, um, more or less, you know, when you get a home, you realize that there's a whole bunch of other stuff you got to do, like mm-hmm. security, which I didn't really think about and so ADT of course had all the commercial spamming 
And I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go get ADT. So get the ADT. They do the little walk around. Uh, you know, cool dude. So I thought. Um, <laughs> you know, he was like, oh yeah, yeah. You just need um, you need to protect all your windows and it's like 12 windows or something like that all together which was ridiculous because i didn't know there was so many dog it don't feel like it's a lot of windows in here <laughs> okay so you really count this one as two as a no nah, so, so you got three in the guest room you got one here you got one in the other guest room you got three in the master you got three in the living room and then you got another three in the uh a, i think it's four in the kitchen i mean it's your house i can tell you that's a lot of damn windows. That's a lot of windows. <laughs> I mean, but, I ain't never really discounted windows. You don't think about that, right? When yeah. you buy in a house, you just like, oh, it's a lot of natural light. You're like, no, motherfucker, you got to secure all these houses. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, long story short, uh, the dude, uh, you know, he sells me. He's like, yeah, yeah, this is a premium package, blah, 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 blah. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, how much is it? He was like, it's going to be like $2,600. Nigga, for some oh, windows. What? You said, what? No, no, so it's the windows, it's the doors, um, like, Obviously, um, if someone opens the door when the alarm set, it immediately rings. You know, it's it's the natural stuff, right? Yeah. But it's a lot of equipment. It's not the the monthly fee. The monthly fee is like fifty bucks. But I just saw a newspaper article. I'm gonna hit them up on because it's supposed to be twenty. So I'm about to drop that. So I'll follow up on that. But long story short, he hit me for the two stacks, and he was like, "You want to pay all this up front?" And knowing me, normally I'm like, yeah. But I saw that figure, I was like, nah. <laughs> so I was like, I'll do four monthly uh, installments. So cool. I get it. Oh, back up. The reason I got this package was because he said they'll give you a certificate that gets you 20% off your homeowner's insurance. That's why I got it. Because I was like, oh, shoot, if I can take 20% off the homeowner's insurance for the year, mm-hmm. okay, that's a dub. Okay, so hate to play devil's act, but did you call your homeowners? I did shirt. not. I did not. So you gonna so, be real sick. Oh no 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 that, no! That's the story. <laughs> no, that's actually the win. So I called the homeowners insurance, and it was like, nah. <laughs> Yo, bruh. I, I no lie. I called them on my break. They were like, oh well, it does give you a discount. I was like, okay, cool. Well, what's the discount? They was like, well, it's gonna drop your premium nine dollars and eighty nine cents for the year. Not for the month, for the year. Nigga, so you not even not, a dollar Dude, month. I was like, what? So I, I'm hot, right? So I call the so-called cool dude back. I was like, yo, son, you said 20%. That nigga got something explaining. What, what, what is this? <laughs> Lucy. And he was like, oh, well, I'm going to call my supervisor, yada, yada, yada. So he talks to the supervisor, and then he comes back. He said, oh, well, we found out that USAA is like the one insurance company that doesn't give the discount. I was like, really? The USAA one? is the one? one? Like, <laughs> you guys partner with USAA. Stop it, five. It's in, <laughs> it's in the paperwork. I talked to USAA today. They was like, yeah, ADT. Yeah, we partner with them. So you can't tell me, nah. Uh-huh. So he was like, oh, well, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. So long story short, they put me on a, on customer service. I get on the line with customer service. Got this cool, at, oh, I got to write him a letter of recommendation. That was two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. But uh, this what just com- happened? Well, I, the guy that hooked me up, he stayed on the phone with me for like an hour. Because what happened was, uh, you know how they play the phone games? You get transferred to one department and then the person really don't want to take the call. So yeah. they'd be like, oh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, look into your file, and then they just disconnect. You they did be, that. You must be doing that shit at work, right? I've seen it done. <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen it happen. And long story short, because of so much trouble, they they took that two thousand dollars and they cut that mug in half for me. Oh, so they gave me a fifty percent discount on all that equipment, which freed up like because they were the monthly payments were like six hundred dollars a month for four months, and I was like, damn. <laughs> 
Yeah. So now I'm done. Like literally, I just made my last payment and only made two payments because I cut it in half. Uh, so I was like, okay, cool. So dubs. That's what's up, man. That's hey, shit. That's why you ask questions, nigga. Bruh. bruh, bruh. <laughs> but that worked out better because like twenty percent off my homeowner's insurance was not gonna save me no no thousand dollars. Yeah, you were better off going this route. Yeah, this is way better. So I'm cool with that. So, depends on how long you have it. Because savings over time. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. What oh mean? well, no, they give you free upgrades. So as they um one of their deals is like as they upgrade the technology because you got the premium package, they just upgrade your technology with it. Oh, okay. So yeah. Well, that's what's up. So you got premium, bro? You fancy, dog? You fancy? What well, premium? I getting, well, I thought I was getting twenty percent off. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm under no. If he never said twenty percent off, there's no way I'd have bought that package. <laughs> there's no way. Anyway, uh, well, we talking about savings, so I mean, anybody want to jump on that, or are we good? Shit, I know somebody. Would. Who wanted to talk about that? Jay Rock, were you on the savings tip? Well, yeah. So. He's like, well, yeah. So, full disclosure, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why do, why do I feel like we're rushing this episode? Are we rushing this episode? Yeah, you know what? Let's, let's, let's just, let's let's just relax. Let's breathe. Let's you know breathe. what I'm saying? I feel like we zooming through this. All right, everybody, everybody breathe in. <sighs> okay. Right. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's crazy. That's legit. That's legit. I did not know you was going to do that. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Rock. All right, so... Last week's episode, I'll say, let you guys know that I'm going to start a savings account. Right on. Uh, haven't done it yet. But <laughs> uh, I will be doing it this coming week. Uh, so I want to get paid. You know, you know these episodes hold you accountable, right? Right, right. That, okay. I'm just right, trying to right. make sure. Cause and, you know. and I appreciate y'all will double team again. <laughs> oh, we're talking about savings. Pause. <clears throat> Worst team. elephant in the room. Wait, what was the pause? Double team. <laughs> pause. Oh, this nigga. Bro, you said you were going to make that a thing this last episode. It's a thing now. <laughs> so we got LBJs and we got pauses. Oh, man. I don't like it. Okay. Well, nah, um. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So uh, when I get the savings count set up, I will be giving you guys an update to let you know that it is done and it is official that we'll be on the next week's episode. So appreciate y'all for throwing me under that fast moving bus. So what's what's stopping you? What's slowing you down? Payday. Payday. That's fair. Enough. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. cool. You, so, you have to have money to, to put money into the You account. sure right about that. Okay. So, so um, accountability. So payday is soon, right? Yeah. All right. So, by what day are you going to open this account? It's going to be open by the next time that we record. So, it's going to be open this week. Dope. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I hear this. Yeah, everybody hear yeah, this, everybody, right? everybody yeah, this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're going to drop this on what? Wednesday? So... So, by the next Wednesday, there should be an account <laughs> <laughs> in some bank that says J-Rock. <laughs> I got it. In the positive... <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's, that's what's up. That's hey, what's you know, up. hey, you staying on it, dude? Because, I mean, just for you to bring that up today, it's like, all right, like I know I don't have one, but like I'm making it aware to y'all that I don't have one. It's not like you letting it slip up under the carpet or some right, shit or right. under the rug. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, yeah, yeah for sure. And you're saying it early in the podcast, so niggas can't get sleep. You know, they'd be like, hour and then. Oh, by the way, I didn't, I didn't set up my. Yeah, like, no, I know, you, right. you're up front. Like, well, no, that was the plan, but y'all just uh, brought attention to it. But appreciate it. Don't. Oh, your, your plan was to drop it later on in the podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I don't have a savings account yet. Oh man, 
<laughs> you know what's crazy though? Um, because I'm I'm really big on um, like when I need to buy something. I actually went to the so full disclosure. Mm. I am a I am a video game connoisseur. Uh, but in my old age, I have slowed down. So PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, I'm, I'm PlayStation. There's only one answer to that question. Y'all, y'all so trash. Yeah. PS all day. I'm y'all so trash. But you know what? I got adopted from uh, Nintendo, who adopted me from Sega. So I've been in a lot of foster homes. So I, I started with Sega. <laughs> you know, Sonic the Hedgehog was my dude. Nintendo took over in '64. I was on that. Uh, what was that? Uh, Mario. Yeah, and WrestleMania uh, 2000 and Star oh, Fox yeah. and Star Revenge Fox and, yeah. and Goldeneye. Oh my God. Oh yeah, Goldeneye, Goldeneye was, was lit. lit. Yeah. Goldeneye Deal. was lit. And so you know, PlayStation came out and you know it took over and I never looked back. So I've never even had an Xbox. So you uh, know, I had a PlayStation. You know what won me over to Xbox? What? Halo. Halo. Okay, Halo so got a war. So, but what other games have you played since then? Oh, it's my, it's my Halo. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm talking yeah. about like the Halo One. Oh no, no, I was, I was there with you. Yeah, yeah. Because, because Xbox was like the Dreamcast. It was like the 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 spiritual child of the Sega Dreamcast. Mm. It's what Dreamcast should have been. Yeah. If we wasn't burning all them video games back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, niggas, ghetto. Like we were burning video games, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. But long story short, knowing when to buy something. So I want to buy this game. Called Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Mm-hmm. I really want this game. I, yeah. I really, really, really want this game. That yeah. looks amazing. I looked at it. Le- I was at Walmart because you know we we were getting all the stuff uh, together for the Super Bowl uh, party, mm-hmm. and the game was right there. And it was like one light shining on this game. <laughs> like everything else was darkness. <laughs> and I looked at the game price, wow. and um, and it was so tempting because it was a. Uh, it said uh, fifty nine ninety nine, right? So full price, yeah. But it had the DLC stuff. So if you pre-ordered it, you get all these this extra stuff, right? That I didn't think I was gonna get because the game's been out already. Mm. So I really, really want to buy this, right? But then I had to think, and I was like, "Damn, man, I just spent like one hundred and fifty dollars on groceries. I just spent like another hundred dollars on some other stuff, you know, Costco. Just got this premium package just, for security. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> no, real. for real. Like, like I feel that. Like when I look at my bank account, I was like, "Damn, man, I, I know I got the sixty, but." When I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable spending that much money in that short period of time. Right. I get that. I had to walk. And it made me think like, okay, well, when is the right time to buy something? Mm -hmm. And I heard this theory that really you should never buy something unless you could afford to pay for it twice. That's interesting. I've never heard that. Yeah. Really? Okay. I'm interested. Where'd you hear that from? Church. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the, the the minister was talking about well, he said two things. He said one was if you can't afford to to pay for something twice over, so like let's say you're buying a let's say you're buying a TV. Okay. Right? because uh, Super Bowl, everybody getting a big screen TV. Niggas was fighting at Walmart over TVs. I don't know what's going on. But <laughs> but you know, if you if you got a thousand dollar TV or twelve hundred dollar TV, yeah, but you can't afford to pay for that twice then you can't afford to really get that TV at that point. It's just a little buying philosophy. It's a it's a mental trigger to help people pump the brakes versus just, oh, I want that, I'm going to spend it. I got you. Now, I had the 60 twice, but still, it's like, ugh. Now you're thinking 120, though. I well, guess. yeah, that's one thing. I'm looking at 120, but then I was like, well, shoot, if I'm taking my groceries, I just spent over $100 on that, so I got to double that up. You know, like, it's got a lot. You. So it just feels heavier. And it made me stop. It made me pump the brakes. That's interesting. So is there like a is there a, a price cap on that? Like let's say if, I don't know I want to buy a car. 
would mm. I say, damn, can I pay for this car twice? I can't pay for it once. <laughs> 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 Let alone twice. No. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, hold on, hold on, man. Jerry, oh boy! I be fronting though sometimes, though, because do we? Uh, yeah, because out of all of us in this room, he the only one without a car note. That so he's true. straight. Yeah, That's why you over here bullshitting? But should you good? You ain't, you you ain't paying no money. You ain't paying a monthly bill. Your catalytic converter is tight. Tight. <laughs> Dude made show of it, man. That's twelve dollars I spent. <laughs> you ain't had no choice. Un- unwillingly, <laughs> he didn't even call you. <laughs> He's no like, oh yeah, text yeah. message, no voicemail. He's like, yeah, yeah, I just hooked it up for you. That'd be twenty dollars. <laughs> well, that'd be twenty dollars. That, God not, damn. That's not a hookup. That, ooh, that, that's I didn't that's, give you authorization. And that's the thing, and that's why I brought it up last week because I know you have to sign off on work to your car. Yeah. So it's like he signed off on it. He gave him the twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's crazy is um speaking of that, uh, and we'll jump back on the subject, but that happened to me at the beginning of the year. Um, no, no, ended last year. So. Uh-huh. I told this dude, so I got a, um, what kind of car I got? A Hyundai Sonata, right? Yeah. So I go to the dealership. Um, they're like, hey, there's a recall on the vehicle. We need to fix some stuff. Cool. So they do the recall stuff. Everything was fine. And they were like, hey, um, we need to do like a, it's like a, I guess once you get to a certain amount of mileage, they need to flush everything out. Yeah. Transmission, mm-hmm. engine flush. Yeah. All that. Oh, right? I got you. Yeah. So he was like, do you want me to do that? I said, no, because I'm in the process of closing on the house and I can't really like, I don't, I've never done that before. So I don't want to spend any extra money. Right. In case I need it. In case something unsuspected happens. Right. This fool does it. He literally does it. So I come back. And I'm like picking up the car. He's like, oh, yeah, that'll be, uh, he said, that'll be, uh, $589. I said, the hell it will. What? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I got a recall. Recall is free. For real. You shouldn't have to be paying anything. Right. So he was like, oh, that's right. You, the, you, the guy that was getting, you know, closing on the house. Uh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, we went ahead and did that. So we need to, you know, you, you got to pay for that. No, I was like, that oh, was a personal choice. I was like, hold on. The brakes. Uh, I did not authorize this. I'm not signing nothing that no, I'm not paying for it. He's like, All right, uh, let me talk to my manager. Well, what if we can meet you halfway? I said, No, no. <laughs> like, what are you talking about halfway? I was like, I, I didn't tell you to do this, like, that's on y'all. He was like, Yeah, but you're gonna make me look bad in front of my manager. And I was like, I was like, You know what? I feel you, I don't, I don't want to make you look bad. And you did it, you did the work, cool. I can pay you half. But I ain't paying you right now because I got to close on this house. So he's like, oh, cool. That's not no worry about it. So it's not a rush. Uh, you can pay for it whenever. I said, I'm going to need that in writing. So I had them write it out. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'll give them like, uh, I think they, they cut it less than that. It was like 250 And they were like, okay, well, you can pay it whenever. Now, that was November. <laughs> so has whenever came yet? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so have, have is it, whenever going to come? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep my word. Have, oh. they, have they hit you up? No. Oh shit, nigga. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my, No, I'm gonna keep my word cuz I'm gonna have to eventually I'm gonna take the car back to the dealership. To that nah. dealership? To that dealership? You got to take it back to that dealership. It's it's a lot of dealerships around here. <laughs> it's a it's close to dealerships. That's nigga, that's they got their fault. You hear me? That Why? is LeBron James. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, to you know push, you know, some bullshit on you. If no, that's what you want to do, no, I'm saying, but like I'm gonna keep my word. I'm just gonna do it when it's convenient. 
Hey, and, and if if it becomes a convenient time, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Man, they probably don't forgot about that shit. His ass probably don't even work there anymore because he probably don't pull that bullshit on some other cars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so, no, nah, that might be the hustle though. That could be the hustle. That could. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me hit you up. We'll hit you halfway. We'll meet you halfway. Yeah, we'll meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, nigga. Like, I didn't. <laughs> but again, uh, oh, that was another thing they said at church. Um, I got a lot of good stuff from church. Um, he was talking about vacations, and he was saying, if you can't, he said, if you go on vacation, no, he said, if you want to go on vacation, and you don't have at least three times that amount in your bank account, you shouldn't be going on a vacation. Mm. That one was solid. I like that one because I I was thinking about like okay, well if I want to go to Vegas, like that might hit me for like I don't know five hundred, six hundred something like that. Like with the if I'm just going for the weekend, not you no know, extended stay. I don't know. It depends on how much you plan on losing in the casino. Yeah. Well, I don't gamble. Yeah, you look at least around three to four for the flight by itself. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Vegas is that. I don't think Vegas is that. I think Vegas. I don't might, think flights. Is that like, I went to Arizona and it cost three hundred dollars. Oh, I remember that. It cost you three hundred dollars to go to Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, but did you buy the ticket late? I, I went to three hundred dollars for Arizona. <laughs> so if you properly plan, like what, what was this episode two? We were talking about vacations are planned events. Mm-hmm. So okay, if you no, that plan- was an emergency that day. Oh, <laughs> well, that's the thing though. It's like okay, cool. If I know this vacation will cost me. I'm just being 600. I'm just going to say that. Then I need to have at least three times of that in my bank account when I come back to feel comfortable. You mm-hmm. shouldn't be going on vacation and then come right. back stressed out that you went on a vacation. The vacation supposed to relieve everything. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes sense. That's interesting. So, that's where, where is he getting his, his, Man, his he philosophy is, from? So, um, he is an older gentleman. Um, Pastor Charles... Rose Terrace, South Dallas, my man. Like, I love that dude. I mm-hmm. love him. And he's just got a lot of sage wisdom. I mean, he has been uh, extremely successful outside of the church as far as, like, like you know, taking old homes, dilapidated homes, you know, refixing them up and then selling them. And um, it was crazy. So, I mean, this guy's doing very, very well. But it's just, like, a lot of sage wisdom that he gives. Right on. Like, one of the things he says about vacations is, uh, he says, I, I, he says, I feel sorry for the person that goes on a vacation um, to find peace. He said, peace should be at your home. You shouldn't have to leave your home to find peace. Right that on. Is, yeah. that, that means that something's wrong. And he just has a lot of wisdom. So, I love that guy. So, when he says... Things like that. I'm like, man, like, yeah, that makes sense. I could rock with that. I, I'm rolling. That's just that's crazy. That's I mean, it makes sense though, because it makes you think. Like, if I were to go to the to the mall or something, want to buy something, like, could I pay for this twice? Right. I've never heard that before, but I mean, it's it's a good principle to follow, especially if money management isn't your strong suit. Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If if you live in paycheck to paycheck, and that sixty dollars can be spent towards something better, for real. Shoot, it makes you think twice about it. I mean, if I could have afforded to pay for that Reese's twice instead of taking that $30 hit. <laughs> God damn, boy. Woo. I just had $5 in that account. Oh, man. man. You take it back? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. What you mean? Nigga, that $1 Reese's cost you $35? Good Lord. Problems. Anyway, mm-hmm. move on. Right on. So what are we on to next? Oh, man. Um, I guess... Um, well, something interesting happened to me, and y'all can kind of chime in on this. Okay. Um, 
you ever just have random people stop by your desk or call you or whatever and they're like tell me about their relationship problems yeah i have yeah i mean not not somebody random but well okay i, I mean just a yeah. random occurrence uh-huh when i was younger not 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 too much now okay i'm gonna feel immature because this happened this week so <laughs> <laughs> no so I'm, I'm minding my business and um this girl comes up to my desk and she was like can i ask you a question and i was like yeah she's like why are all men dogs I was like, Burp. oh, she wanted him. Oh, she wanted him. Okay. Oh, she wanted him. Okay, go ahead. Like, Burp. <laughs> this water can <laughs> get real deep, real Burp. quick. I'm like, it's raggy. <laughs> <laughs> I, but yeah, so she hit me with the, you know, wild men's dogs, and I was like, okay, what are you, what are you talking about? You know, and and it's crazy because usually maybe, and I shouldn't judge, mm-hmm. but I do. Okay, accurately. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I I feel some type of way when a woman generalizes all men as dogs, and then I check their their track record. I'm like, well, no, all men aren't dogs. It's all the men you date are the same guy. Exactly. You 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 attract one type of guy. Mm-hmm. All the niggas you date are dogs. Yeah. That it, and but you know she goes on her little soliloquy, and she talks about how. Um, you know, she thought he would change for her and, um, you know, she was emotionally invested in him and there was this other guy that was trying to talk to her, but she wasn't feeling him. And I was like, okay, well tell me about that guy. Uh I'm a little more interested in that guy. Yeah. Yeah. How did he approach you? She was like, oh, well, you know, he just said, Hey, you know, you, you're a very beautiful woman. I'd like to take you out sometime. You know, he was lame. That, that was it. That that was, that was her. Wow. Did she did she tell you why why he was lame like what made him lame? She she said he wasn't he didn't have enough um, thug in him enough um, wow. swag enough. Ah. It, it's it's a lot of different. It depends on who you're talking to. They have different um, ways to describe the same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So some say thug, some say swag, some say um, posture. If you know if they're just uppity. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. But I mean, she said that um, she wasn't attracted to him, and but but she did say this. He's a really good guy, though. And I was like, "Skirt, stop." Mm-hmm. What did you just say? He's a really good guy. So why aren't you talking to me to me more about him? Why do I have to ask you all the questions about him? Uh-huh. You're focused on a guy that you telling me is a dog, and ain't treating you right, ain't giving you what you want, and that you want to change, right? And this guy right here, he thinks you're beautiful, but you're not giving him no play. Well, well, you know, he's a guy I can talk to and, you know, just emotionally, you know, vent to. But no, nah, I wouldn't date him. And why not? Like, what was what, what, what was her like, what logic was, behind that? Yeah. Outside of he's like, because what you're describing is a boyfriend. What you're describing is a husband. Somebody easy to talk to who can solve problems. But that's, that's the problem. There, there was no logic behind it. Like, cause I've, I've had friends, I've had friends that were like that too, and it's like, what what are you looking for in a mate? Like, what are you looking for in a person? Because just like you said, with old girl, I mean, this person was dating thugs or whatever, you know, going in now cheating on her or whatever, and it's like she was just so vested in this one person or this one type of person. But you have other dudes trying to come at you that are more legit. You know what I'm saying? But you don't, you're not giving them the time of day. So, like, what do y'all think that comes from? 
Because I, I know, like, a lot. Some of it, I mean, I guess kind of like with guys, I mean, shit, we see thugs and shit on TV. So is that kind of where that's driven from? Oh, that's... I think some of it is, especially when younger women come into play. You know, they have a Hollywood dream of, you know, they see a, you know, a, this thug on TV. He meets a woman, he changes, he becomes a good guy, mm-hmm. and they think that that's gonna happen to them or some along those lines. Emphasis on Hollywood, right? Mm. Is something that's not real. And then from the guy's perspective, if you know that all nothing that you attract is people who cheat, dogs, whatever, they approach you the same way because mm-hmm. they have lots of practice with approaching women. So <laughs> you should fucking know on top. <laughs> Every guy I talk to uses the same line. Oh. We go on the same date. It all is the exact same way. But... <laughs> oh, he just bodied that. That was good. It's like, why would you expect a different outcome <laughs> when you openly invite the same thing? But like Red said, you get the guy who approaches you different. You already know he's easy to talk to. You already know he's a good guy. Nah, I want to take this dog who's gonna fuck me over, and that—that's literally what happens. <laughs> Bro, you okay, bro? Like, this nigga got hot. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Bro, this nigga got spicy oh. over that. Like, God damn it. You want these same motherfuckers? All right, so let me ask you. Is it the same thing with guys? Do guys go out there a certain girl? Do y'all think? Yeah. Mm, way to flip it. I like that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You know, we got we to gotta see. We got to reach both sides of the coin if we're doing that. Because I'm sure we got female listeners that be like, ah, ah. Yeah, guys, wait a minute now. Hey, yeah, so is it the same thing? J-Rock, this win on us. We going to say by guys. I mean, I, I can only talk about myself. So okay. I w- we'll just start there. Shoot. Okay. Most men, including myself, are more into physical initially. So we look for certain physical characteristics. And then we go to get to know you deeper or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, most men is it starts off with the physical attraction. I know some some of my female friends like they don't necessarily have to talk to this like a perfect ten guy or mm. what people consider this a good looking dude or just average. Mm. But because they're looking for something, I guess something not so much physical, something more intangible. Yeah. But not nah, guys initially. Nah, we're all physical. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there is no hiding that shit. You know what's crazy is, um, I think, well, yes, guys are all physical. Like, like that's the first. If we're not, if we're approaching you, it's one of two things: either one, we think that you're attractive, obviously, or two, we think you're easy. Mm. Oh, yeah. That that's it. Yeah. So, uh, for for our female listeners, our audience, because the thing, the 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 whole point of this, we're not trying to bash uh, women at all uh, or men. Um, even though there's a lot to bash on both sides, let's just keep it real. Yeah, we both like, do stupid shit. We all do stupid stuff. But the thing is, like being aware of the intent of the person. Because again, yeah, either the guy's attracted to you, or the guy thinks you're easy. And in my experience, I know a lot of women that think they're attractive, but their reputation precedes them. Mm-hmm. So they're not talking to you because you're attractive. They talk they talk to you because you you portray yourself as easy, even though you you sing all the Beyonce songs and try to say that, you know, like you're like not Ringo a Becky. Shit. 
Yeah, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? But I'm like, yeah, like, okay, well, let's check your social media. Let's check them posts. Let's check them pictures. Mm. How are you presenting yourself? And then don't act stupid when you present yourself one way and then you catch the guys in the DMs being disrespectful. I just had this conversation with someone. I was like, why do you think these guys are in your DMs this way? Because I could show you five or ten other women who nobody is jumping in their DMs like that. Mm. If someone does hit them, it's, it's respectful or it's about business or it's about cordially inviting them out or whatever. So what makes you different from them? Mm. All the booty shots. Come on. Twerking videos. Come on. Every time. Because your first thought when you see it, oh, easy access. Yeah. Now, I don't expect any of the listeners to this podcast to be twerking on a... Shit, how come come not? Well, I would hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? You know what? We all trying to get it. We all trying to come up. So, yeah, all my twerkers that are listening to this, (laughs) I tell you what, just just go on a 90-day hiatus and see how much activity you get. Actually, see what type of activity. Ooh, even better. Ooh. See what type. Pump the brakes for 90 days, right? That's a quarter of the year. See what type of activity you get if you stop with the stop with all the selfies, stop with all the the booty dances, twerks, mm-hmm. you know the and and stop with the 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 tongue emoji on your like the the eyeballs <laughs> and tongue emojis like when y'all see uh who are the culprits Morris Chestnut Idris Elba. Um, oh, and like the eggplants and shit and all that stuff. Yeah, like chill out with the eggplant. Like, just just pump the brakes, y'all. I mean, I think too, but it could be like an attention thing, right? I mean, they, I mean apparently they love this attention because that's what they're doing. At least that's what I would think. But well, here's why, the thing. You're getting the attention, but you're not happy with the type of attention that you get. So which, which one are you going to go with? Would you rather not have attention or have attention based on whatever you're doing and then just whatever attention comes with that, you take it? Well, I think that's I think that's a, a problem in our era now. Like we're in the social media era, era. So we're in an era where people either get attention or die. Like mm. attention is almost becoming a necessity to people, uh, whether it be consciously or subconsciously. They 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 feel they need validation, especially when everybody if everybody around you is getting validation and you aren't, you feel like there's something wrong with you. Yeah. So you may start to act like everybody else so you don't feel like an outcast. But we talked about this a couple episodes ago about like, don't do as the world does. You're supposed to be different. Mm -hmm. So last time we brought this up, we were like, well, you don't want to be normal because normal is broke, right? Normal people are broke. Got you. So you need to be a little different. Well, same thing on the dating scene. It's like, okay, well, what's normal on social media? Twerk videos, um, women dissing men, yeah, um, men dissing women, mm-hmm. right? Okay, maybe if we weren't so busy dissing each other and doing all this extra stuff, maybe we would start attracting what we really want. Mm-hmm. But we're we're so afraid of not being acknowledged by other people that we start to feel insecure. I'm not right if I, I'm not I'm not being notice if i don't do this i have to do this because this is how you get a man no not really Mm. so where do you think that starts or when does that start like does that start at home or oh hey you got some deep questions today (laughs) that boy good (laughs) (laughs) 
Good and terrible. I mean, I don't know. Because just me, just me personally and my experience and what I've seen through some of my friends on social media, like their attention is coming from, I don't know, what, maybe a broken home or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So could that, could that be starting? Or is it a certain age, you think? Because I know shit. Once I got in high school, man... Before we had dress code, but <laughs> <laughs> we got dress code like junior year. But before that, like girls were wearing all type of stuff at school. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to grab the attention. So yeah, yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to like where, like, what does like the attention seeking, like, what phase is that, or where does that even come from? I think attention seeking starts from childhood. I know babies seek attention. We seek attention as babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We cr- like that. that I I don't want to say this because it, it kind of veers off subject, but I'll bring it back. I get I get mad when people I don't get mad. I get I get perplexed when people say things like, "Well, they don't believe in sales," but everybody sells. Mm-hmm. You're either buying or you're selling. A baby sells you on need. They cry. When they cry, you know they need something. Boy, don't you? <laughs> you all right over there, man? Something you want to tell us? Something, something you want to share with the group? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. She just she, she crying a lot. <laughs> she want attention a lot. Yeah, and and that's how we bring it back. It, it's it's attention. So I think we seek attention from childhood. Like how many times you've been with your nieces or your nephews or something like that, and they'd be like, "Hey, Uncle Uncle J Rock. Hey, Uncle A. If hey, Uncle Rudy, mm-hmm. look." And nothing. then you miss it, right? And it was like you didn't look. <laughs> like they, they get mad. So I think I think we want attention from from we're 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 born to need attention. Mm-hmm. It's just I think it's just magnified more in social media. Dog, I know kids that are like two on YouTube flipping through channels. Yeah, like it's nothing. Yeah, my nephew's one of them. That's crazy to me. Like he's four already. Grab my iPhone. Open up YouTube, searching people's pages. How do you know to do this? Number right. one, I thought I was a genius because I could program a VCR, man. That's, <laughs> I thought I was a genius. I thought I was ahead of. I thought I was ahead of my time. I thought I was ahead of my time. Oh man! I was like, bro. I was like, what? What? What soap opera you want, ma? I'm gonna record that for you. <laughs> man, I had Young and the Restless all on my mom's VHSs, dog. I, I flipped the tapes out, dog. I was, I was moving that thing, dog. Well, willing and dealing them VHSs, what? boys. I had the labels all printed out, dog. It was all organized, man. I thought I was a genius. How old were you? I was like five. <laughs> Yo, that's actually not bad for a five year old, to be honest. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's all relative. Like I wasn't, I wasn't playing on YouTube and like searching, like doing voice. Like I saw a kid hit the button and say Pokemon. Oh Siri! And, and it popped oh, up. I was like, up. "Bruh, are you kidding? Stop it, man! That's that's crazy, man. Because it's like shit. Even with me raising my little girl, it's like I don't want her in technology that deep. Like even when I have my phone and I have her, right? Like she'll be staring at my phone, like That's scary. And bro. I'm like, shit, I have to move it, like yeah. my laptop and all that stuff, because I don't want her sucked in on that. And right. we were talking to somebody, me and my wife, and they were like, yeah, man, you need to go ahead and get her an iPod and I, you know, a tablet, or something nah. like that, so she nah. can be watching TV. Nah, fam, like, nah, she whatever technology she gonna be on, she need to be on it around us. At least that's how I feel anyway. Maybe maybe if she start getting on my nerves or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, goddamn her. Do I pop for you? Yeah. <laughs> I can pay for it twice. It's not a problem. I can pay for it. I can pay for it twice. It's not a problem. 
man, for real right. though. But technology, it will suck you in, especially if you're at a at a young age where you know you she's still in adolescence. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like bright lights. It's glowing and shit. It's like oh yeah. my god, it's in my hand. I can touch and do all this stuff mm-hmm. and stuff, man. Like my, she's even my goddaughter. Like they have my goddaughters both have iPads. I think one's like three. Four or something like that. They got their own. I don't even have. They have their own iPads. Yeah, but they be on there like doing like kid stuff, but still, it's like it's technology, and I think it's too much at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, I, 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 I understand the point because technology is so prevalent in our world that you know you want to have an exposure early. That way, you're used to it, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a lot of people who don't have that exposure who have a fear of technology. You know, mm-hmm. so I can understand why a lot of people do want, you know, kids to start early with technology. So that way they are, they're already used to it. It's not something that they, let's say at six, seven, eight, once they go to school, it's like, Hey, you know, how do I use this tablet? How do I do all this stuff? Yeah. So that way they're not, you know, behind. So I'm, I understand both sides of it. Facts. Yeah. Facts. So but, wait, oh, go ahead. No, nah, I was going to say, man, but it's like a, it's like you, you floating a thin line between Teaching them the technology and then getting being absorbed, relied on, absorbed it. and yeah. getting addicted to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, what's that balance? Hmm. I, I mean, not not that y'all have to ask it, but I'm just asking yeah. in general. Like, what's the balance of like? Okay, they can learn. I mean, they can learn their ABCs and all this other shit on here. But you know, floating on YouTube and doing all this other well, stuff. You see a lot. Like, of, the, the, there's a dark side of YouTube too. There is. There's a dark. There's a dark side to the internet. Period. Yeah. Period. Man, and I was man, I was thinking about that the other day because it's like kids nowadays have access to so much information. Bruh, man. you ain't getting away with that uh, babies come from the stork thing no more. Boy, what? That's Hell a wrap, nah. dude. Literally, <laughs> That's a wrap. literally, you could be on any type of social media platform and be scrolling, and somebody can retweet, reblog yep. a, a video of somebody having sex, Pop up. somebody getting robbed, somebody yep. getting stabbed, somebody getting mm-hmm. shot. So like, all these kids have access to all this different information that we didn't have access to growing man. up. Shit, well, we had the news. If you didn't have HBO, you ain't know about it. Yeah, if you didn't have cable, if Basically. you had the news, shit, yep. if, you, if you wasn't in the hood, you weren't really seeing it doing all this stuff. But right. now it's like they can see it. Shit, they see. I mean, they're even playing more on the news now than they did back in our day. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. CNN, you're seeing people get shot, all this other type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It, it, bruh. Bruh. It's so it's like, it's like, what's that, what's that balance? Because I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. That that is interesting. I I I'd like to revisit that because um, that that might be a good episode to just kind of break into what we could take away from that. Mm. Um, but you asked something. Um, I didn't want to get away from it. Um, oh, what drives the um the attention. attention? The attention. Yeah, yeah. Like what what where does the attention come from? Like what is the the need for attention? Well, what do you think? Man. I don't. I don't know. It could. Like, so you you got a timeline. Let's let's go back to the college days, right? Mm-hmm. Women, because you came up in college, social media was already blossomed. Yeah, and yeah, it was, we had Twitter and Facebook and all. Yeah, that stuff. everything was out there. Yeah. So oh, we just and had that, Facebook. That's crazy, right? <laughs> and it was only for college students, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Facebook just came out. It's like, man, shit, man. Yeah, we had Twitter. Oh, that's LA Tech topic. page. So, so sticking with, because uh, this this whole topic came up because um, a girl came to my desk and literally was like, "Hey, why are all men dogs?" Right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad dudes out there, but I don't think there's more bad dudes than good guys. Mm-hmm. I just think the bad dudes get around more often. 
Mm-hmm. They're they're just significantly everywhere. Yeah, right. They, they, they like you said, they they have way more practice. Because I mean, think about it. Like, say a guy that's gonna treat you right. Well, I, you know what? I'll just I'll just take myself for example. Let me let me just put it all on me. <clears throat> okay. Right? Okay. All right. So in my twenties, I wasn't. I mean, I got I got play, but it wasn't like it wasn't like some of my homeboys, right? Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because I remember. Um, Telling this girl this one thing, I was like, I'm I'm actually the dude that gets women in their 30s. I'm attractive in my 30s. Right. In the 20s, when niggas want to make all their mistakes and, you know, party and and throw shots and, you know, just spaz out on the weekend and shit like that, Mm -hmm. nigga, I'm chilling. I'm at the crib. Like, I'm I'm not trying to, you know, be all out there. I'm the nigga that becomes attractive after you've gotten pregnant. (laughs) And you're looking for somebody <laughs> to take care of you, like, and I had to realize that you know it's all about self awareness, and and oh, and I re- I was like, you know what, I'm trying too hard. Let me let me just wait this out. Yeah, these twenties, this whole decade of be done soon. <laughs> In the thirties, everybody gonna come my way. Uh, right now, it's funny because <laughs> <laughs> this nigga wasted ten Man. years. <laughs> No, because it's I funny. No, I'm just saying it's funny because like right around 27, that's when women started becoming more attractive to me. Uh-huh. It was weird. Now, obviously, I was making more money at 27. Than I was in 22. Shit, but like, it, it's just weird how the dynamic starts to shift. Like, I think in a woman's head when they when they start going from fun to security, because a lot of times the the niggas that have they have fun with don't provide them the security that they're really looking for. Ooh, they they're looking for security from a mm. physical standpoint. It's like, um, well, like I was talking to one girl. She said, "Well, I can't date anybody who's under six feet, right?" So, oh yeah, shallow shit like that. Yeah. Which, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, 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 no. no. That, that came from the soul. Go yeah, ahead. go ahead. Nah, because it's crazy because. And said, Ooh. <laughs> nah, because it, it's crazy. Never mind. I'm over six foot. You know what I'm saying? I ain't <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you talking? No, nah, so I'm over six feet. You got to worry about that. That boy got No, but it's crazy because you you hear these women complain about men have these certain requirements for women, but. Mm-hmm. Women have that, those same, same requirements. requirements. Yeah, you know, six foot. They gotta be all muscular and shit, and all this other stuff, like all this crazy stuff. But when men flip it and want, they have their perception of, of what type of woman they want. Right, it's an issue. Yeah, that's why I said the ooh. Well, but no, that's a real thing. Like, and I, I think uh, we kind of stumbled on this because I wasn't planning on saying that, but I do think that uh, in and you shouldn't. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like when you're in your twenties, like you're supposed to have fun. Mm-hmm. That that's the time. Yeah. Like you're you're free, you're not with your parents, like you you're becoming an adult. Like you you need to have fun because right on. tomorrow ain't promise. So mm-hmm. I'm all about that, but at the end of the day it's like I, I I don't want women setting themselves up for the okie doke where they're like, "Well, I'm looking for security from a guy that is strictly about fun." Yeah. Fun to him is not commitment. Mhm. That's not fun. Who, when has commitment ever been fun to anything? You want to commit to a diet? That's not fun. Boy, hell nah, show ain't. <laughs> <laughs> commitment's not fun. It's, it's not. It's like, well, you got to commit to paying this monthly bill every month. That's not fun. Man. Commitment ain't fun. Mm-hmm. Commitment is mostly inconvenient. It, if you if you really want to talk Straight about up. it and break yeah. it down, and we're stumbling into this stuff, but it's good shit. Look, <laughs> <laughs> women want to have fun 
and get commitment from a guy whose sole purpose is to take you out, to entertain you. Their their job is to entertain you, not to make you think, not to make you grow. It's like going to a movie. Um, like uh, what's that movie coming out? Um, like Pacific Rim. Oh, okay. Hey, Every movie that's coming out ain't Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. We get, I, know I mean, we hired. Damn. Right. Black History Month. Everybody up. raise their hands. All right. <laughs> there we go. Um, shout out to Black Panther. Um, no, but Pacific Rim. Uh-huh. Right. So that is a action movie. It is a dumb action movie. It's a movie that you go to to turn your brain off. It's strictly there to have fun. You probably won't even remember that movie in a week. Mm. Right. That's the nigga that you dating. That nigga is just to have fun. You enjoy yourself. You probably won't remember him in a week. Right. Or you probably will remember him in a week if you try to get something out of him that he's not designed to give you. If I go to Pacific Rim and I'm expecting a script to be A1, like Dark Knight or Ocean's Eleven dialogue, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. But if I go into that movie knowing, hey, this is what it is, I'm just here to turn my brain off, to have fun, you'll end up in a much better situation. I think women, if they looked at men the same way, if we're making a parallel, Mm -hmm. I think they would be happier. I don't think they would look at men like, okay, well, men aren't shit. It's just you have different genres of men. You have men that are action based and they always got, you know, something going on. You got men that are drama based. They always got baby mama drama issues. They always asking you to give them a ride to, to the store. Shit, give them a ride. Let me borrow you know, the car. Let me borrow the car. You know, hey. Jody. Loan, loan, <laughs> Jody. loan me $200. You know, you got your drama section men. You got you got uh, men that are more uh, lifestyle type movies. You know, they're homicidal and they'll they'll kill you. Oh, you know, wow. like shit, dog. Lifestyle. Dark. No, lifestyle is scary. Dude, my wife made me watch Lifestyle. Oh, Lifetime. Oh, life, Lifestyle. Lifetime. <laughs> lifestyle. Another life. Wait, nigga, you talking about Lifetime? Yeah. Lifetimes. Like, I thought it was, I thought you talking about some movie I ain't never heard before. Like, lifestyle. I need to no, 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 no. No, Lifetime. I'm sorry. Lifestyle was a, move on. That was enough. <laughs> Lifestyles are different. It's different. It's just something else. Something else entirely. <laughs> Like he talking about them. He talk, we talking about comic books no, or something? No, Lifetime. Li- <laughs> <laughs> Those are for the action no, stars. You don't, know, uh, you don't know the Lifetime channel? I know Lifetime. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Life. You said Lifestyle. Yeah, forget forget Lifestyle. No, I know Lifetime. Yeah, Lifetime. Lifetime. Li- lifetime. Lifetime was. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Oh my god! Forget it. Okay. Let's hold it. Because I, I think, I think, I think some of it is the woman's fault. I oh. think some of it may be the guy's fault too. Because it, it depends on what. Yeah, it's all cop neck. I mean, it all depends. It depends on what the guy is selling her. Because no, I yeah, think, I think guys facts. should be like, "Hey, look, this is all I want from you." Yep. You know what I'm saying? This is it. Yep. If you cool with that, then we cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if if the woman come in there and trying to change and switch up the game, mm. that's on her. Okay. So pump breaks right there. That that's yeah. where I, that's where I have the problem. The man tells you what he's about and you try to go in it like, "Okay, cool. I know, but he'll change for me." I'm going to make him change. That that's that's where I had a problem. Yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Were you gonna say something? I don't know. I was just uh to that point. It's like, but how many people are just upfront about it? We can 
jump back on that up front, but yeah, and I think the reason why so many people lie about their intentions up front because they know that either the woman or even the guy doesn't want what their intentions are, so you you make it seem more. Shit, I don't know, man. Some women be I ain't oh, nah, some I women ain't. be out there ready for that, ready what, for that. Ready. What was that song? Uh, Scissor. Uh, I'm on the weekend. On the weekend. On oh, the weekend. Shit. The weekend song. Bruh. Yeah. It's uh, chicks now or like we ain't in the early 2000s, dog. Like females now, they they play that role. Side chicks are real. Like. And they they are a threat. They they are out here and they they are like the Uganda knuckles of of the freaking yeah. world. Like dog, yeah. They they are ganging up on folks. And what's what's crazy about the side chick role, especially now, is that we. I mean, and it probably it's probably been going on forever to be honest. But side chicks, once they go out the men, I guess who are married per se, right? They know that man has a lot to risk. So yeah. They feel secure in that position Ooh. as going, you know, going for That's crazy. the man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like I, Kevin the, Hart. Yeah, straight up. Dang. Like before I got married, before I got married, my homeboys would tell me, my married homeboys would tell me, like, look, dude, you think you're getting hit on now? Like, wait, wait till you get married. Straight yeah. up. One hundred. Wait oh, wow. until you get married. Really? For real. Like, they for some reason, I ain't I, mean, I ain't saying that, you know, it's happening to me. You know, these niggas are telling me this, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> It ain't happening to me, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm washed. I got, I got a wife and a, I got a wife and a baby. I'm washed as hell. But no, they would tell me this like, look, dude, like this, like like men who get married who take off their ring, like that's no, like you you can literally be walking around your ring with your ring on and still get hit on. That's crazy. But that's facts. Yeah. That's that's one hundred percent facts. In fact, you like you say, you you probably are more attractive. Now exactly because you're, you're less of a risk factor, and and that's the crazy thing because I noticed this. Um, women usually want men that are wanted by other women. Like if, if they know a homegirl or somebody else wants that guy, mm-hmm. yeah, that guy now becomes more attractive. Yeah, can someone explain that to me? Why why is that? I don't. Is it the challenge? I don't know. I, I don't know what that is. Well, it, it, it part of it could be a challenge, but I think the other part of it is. Especially if you know that the the chick knows that her friend, yeah, she knows that oh it's a it must be a good quality there, and I can't find that good quality that good quality by myself. Mm. So I know the type of ch- uh, chicks that my uh, whatever your friend brings. So okay, so she has a good one. I know he's good. He's already vetted. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's grinding, and just like what you said earlier about how women in, in their teens and twenty they kind of want to have fun, but as you get older they start looking for more security, right? And they start seeing their friends, their homegirls, or whatever in these secure relationships, or seeing these guys in secure relationships, and that's what they shit. Sometimes that's just what they want, so that's why it looks more attractive. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like if I'm, I mean, if I'm single or whatever, I guess I'm play the role of a girl. But if I'm single and I want to be. <laughs> I mean, just you know, just for an example, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay girl. You know, what, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. If there's a if there's a single girl over here, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just so if we're just so we're covered. Pause. I'm pausing all this. Pause, pause, pause this whole damn the whole damn episode. Yeah, yeah. But no, nah, if there's a single girl over here and she sees, you know, she wants to be married. Yeah, I'm gonna say, don't point at me. Yeah, she, she wants to have kids. You know, she wants the lifestyle. You know, what I'm saying that all her friends are having. Of course, some guy who who some girl who has it who has a guy. Of course, that guy's gonna look more attractive. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know, man. It just it bothers me. I, I it just it just I think again this whole conversation sparked off because I was irritated because I, I I get irritated when a woman wants a guy to change and the guy's 
telling you what he's about. You're just not catching the signs. And then you're frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. Or when you portray yourself a certain way, whether it be online or in person, you know, because women can wear their short outfits and all that to work and everywhere. And then they look crazy. They act like niggas are crazy that look at them. No, they're lo- like they're looking at you because it's there. Yeah. So I, I just I just don't like it when when people try to try to play both sides. It's like, OK, well, I'm going to wear the sexy outfit, but but I'm gonna be offended if somebody looks at me. What? Yeah, man. Like, I'm gonna put the twerk video out, but but how dare you be in my DMs talking about you know can can we you know hit it off this weekend? Yeah. What? You know what? Um, Dave Chappelle has a joke about this shit, and I'm gonna get murdered in the comments for this. But he said women wear you know costumes, right? So how you can get mad for wearing a prostitute's uniform, <laughs> but get mad when I address you as such? That's like me as a man wearing a police uniform and you need help. Hey, officer, come help me. Hey, I'm not a police officer. I'm just dressed this way. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he, I love Dave Chappelle. That dude's a genius. Yeah, one time for Dave Chappelle. Yeah, man. Up. All right. Up. So, anything else we want to get off our chest on this? Um, <laughs> no, I think I just got too much off. Nah, man. I mean, does anybody remember that Steve Harvey quote? The. Um, uh yeah so oh yeah I, I'm the one talking about so what from his show from his book where's it coming he had from? a dope quote I don't know oh, he still got like 18 shows yeah I mean he tell, I know right it's probably it's probably off the radio it, it's probably off of the show I yeah. think it's probably on the show but he said that um every man will change and, and no every man can change every man will change but there's only one woman that they're gonna change for mm. yeah say you sure right say that one more time. So every man will change. No, excuse me. Every man can change, and mm-hmm. every man will change. But there's only one woman that's willing to change for. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I, I think, I think, the woman has to know when she's that person or not. If you if you talking to twenty different guys and they all treating you the same, that means you ain't the one. <laughs> you ain't the one to make them change. Mm. You're not the type of woman that can make that type of person change. Right. Clearly. So I get I guess I just find I find fault on both sides. I find fault on men because I know men use women. I know men. Uh, there are men out there that uh, abuse women mentally, physically. Uh, physically, emotionally, and they take advantage of women. And I hate that. But I also I also I, I just it really just annoys me when the woman is aware of it and still does it. Right. But then they go to the good guy like like she like she did. She was like, "Well, I got a guy. He's a good guy, but I just talked to him about my problems." Yeah. But that might be the guy that that's there to to take you to the next level, to really be a blessing in your life, but you're using him as a, a dumpster fire to to pour out all your your bullshit on him. Yeah. yeah. When he's the guy that you actually need to be cultivating a relationship with. Damn. I feel bad for them niggas too. Them, they, they That's the worst position. Yeah. Like, the friend zone. The friend zone. Yeah. zone Dog, we could get into the friend zone, bro. Have y'all been friend zone? Nigga, what have nigga. I? Nick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, two out of three of us are married. <laughs> so, nigga, I've been friend zone so tough, bro. I mean, this was like 
Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, like yeah, twenty yeah. years ago. Thirty years ago. What are you? Twenty-seven? Like I'm twenty twenty-nine. All right, this is like twenty years ago. Yeah, like nine years old. Straight up. This was in middle school. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, bro. That was y'all was feeling so tough, dog. But nigga, I could not get out that zone, bro, for nothing, dog. And it's crazy because she liked. Hood niggas, yeah, and I yeah. wasn't th- like I wasn't that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I wouldn't be gonna try to front and try to be like I was one, but she was like, mm, Nah, you just you're my little brother. Hit the, hit oh, the, hit oh the, my that little brother, shit, that little brother. Like, okay, I see, I see what this is like, yep. And so, yeah, man, shit. but then I was like, Fuck it, but yeah, dog, that friends don't ain't no that friends don't ain't that nice. The thing about the little brother thing that irks me so much is I'm actually little. <laughs> no, it really, it really bothers me. Like, like it just, it's a short man Napoleon thing. So embarrassed. Like, oh, you're like my big brother. Yeah, I want to be yeah, the big brother the once. Big brother. Like, would that make you feel better? It would. It really would. I'm the youngest in my family, right? I'm the shortest in my family. I weigh the least amount in my family. So a girl, a girl that you like a lot said, "Oh, you're like my big brother." I would love that. <laughs> You can say it today. And I mean, like, all right, cool. Yes. Yes. I'm your big brother. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Have y'all been friends on? Shit. Oh, my Who gosh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. Man. Mine was pretty similar. Uh, this was my, I, damn, I still remember this shit. Uh, my eighth grade year of middle school. So, my last year. Man, it was this mm. one chick. Man. Beautiful, dark skin, dark shock, and everything. Mm. So, tell he's single. <laughs> he cannot be saying this. She hit his pocket. Well, for real, so, beautiful, wait, chocolate, what? milky. Like, damn, nigga. <laughs> I said it was in middle school. Jesus Christ. But shit, like, even me, I wasn't like, yeah. oh, yeah, she was chocolate, little chocolate thunder thing. That nigga got nothing to say. He's like, YOLO. Like, <laughs> If you're hearing this, baby, if you ever listen to this podcast, I want to let you know you was a little cute, chocolate, little sexy little thing. That nigga said, whatever. <laughs> These guys. But, um, yeah. All right. See, okay. see, I, see, I try to move the conversation along. These guys. Oh, my God. Go ahead, bro. My bad. Yeah, we, we, we're back. Story. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was not, but and uh, sing. Yeah. Are you crying? Uh, I am. <laughs> this nigga is teared up right now. He said, "I got nothing to protect. I'm going all in." Duh, she was five foot six, hundred and ten pounds. All she had it. this yellow outfit. Like all of it, bro. All, all right, it. go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, dog. Oh man. What niggas. <laughs> oh man. Um, oh man. Oh man. But nah, she again. was the same thing. She like only liked thugs and like to what we were talking about earlier, how when women are younger they want somebody who's a protector right. when they only want security and physical. She's like, Well, you're not big enough. Hmm. That's like nice. coming from the short nigga, right? So she like said she, you weren't big enough, like right? So she's like you're not you're not you're not, you're not strong enough. So like mm, she wanted a football you. type build player. Like, yeah, that so happens. Like, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, get your weight up, homeboy. Did three pushups when I got home that same day. <laughs> did, did did three of them hoes and stopped <laughs> and stopped like this boy's real. Two. Ooh, this shit ain't worth it. <laughs> yeah, real man, fuck this shit. 
Goddamn push-ups. You ain't go to McDonald's like that. <laughs> <laughs> my mother, my mother, thank you, McDonald's. Work the McDonald's tight. Give me half me. I feel better. Shit. Oh, man. Uh, All right, so, Rez, what about you? How's man, your friend zone? Honestly, man, my friend zone is so, like, bad that I actually blocked it out of my memory. That sound like, like a cop out to me. No, I'm like I literally, <laughs> no, I literally, I like, I got something to protect. No, I got, <laughs> nah, I like, I blacked out. It was like, um, it was like Agent J hit me with the neuralizer from Men in Black or something. Like, yeah, that was a catastrophe. Uh, there was a, uh, there was one girl in college though, I was trying to get at, and you know what was the worst thing about that one though? Um, so we met, uh, at my job. I was working at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was a freshman, and. She was walking through the self-checkout line, so, you know, I thought it was a big shit, because, you know, I had a vest on, you know, I had a cashier uh, thing, like the big, the big, oh, shit. big circle badge, Hell you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I'm running shit, so, you know, she had an error on her self-checkout, you know, she was trying to get that alcohol, and I was like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the nigga that checks your ID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, that, I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. <laughs> like, no, girl, girl, I got all the keys. <laughs> So she gave me some play, right? Yeah. And so we exchanged phone numbers and everything like that. First of all, I don't know. I should have known what was going on. Like, why would you holler at the nigga at Walmart, right? But in college. But, but <laughs> so this is doomed from the beginning. But um, nah, we met up. Um, we were chilling in our house. We uh, we were jamming at Bobby V. And you know, we we had a vibe, right? Mm-hmm. For one night, we had a vibe, right? And it was just done. It was like I was I was friend zoned. And I had no idea how I got in the box. Damn. Like, like everything said, oh, yeah, she's feeling me. You know, I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Mm-hmm. You know, you roll I, back prices. I, I, I punched the, yeah, I rolled back the price and everything, dog. I, like, I had the smiley face. And, you know, I get an like, employee discount. Like, <laughs> 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 Be like, I'm the man around these parts, girl. I got you. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Five dollars off. You know what I'm saying? Well, who else can get you that? No, I'm a provider. Oh, man. <laughs> and then somehow, like, I, I literally... Uh, hit her back and she was like hey how you doing i was like girl i'm good i was like you know you wanna you wanna chill out she was like nah nah i'm busy i'm busy i was like oh, okay cool we'll, we'll talk <laughs> like you know what i'm saying and i was in the box and then she started calling me about about you know dude she was talking to you know and i was like whoa, whoa. i was like hold on i get here i was like wait 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 I'm nigga with the keys <laughs> <laughs> you know what that was probably the one girl who on the first night of y'all hanging out Wanted you to take her draws. Yes. That was probably the oh, one. Oh, and that, I didn't. That, and yeah. you didn't. And that she was like, makes sense. Nah, he ain't the one. I'm going to just hit him up and talk about my other niggas. I'm fucking. No, nah, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to be respectful. Of, of course. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a freshman, dog. I'm like, that was a mistake. I'm like 19, dog. That was, yeah, that was your mistake. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you you would have had the keys, the keys, the keys. <laughs> oh, my God. What, what Tyree say? What, what do you want from me? <laughs> like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know. Do you want me to be respectful? Do you want me to treat you like a dog? I don't know. <laughs> so confusing. Oh, man. Dog. All right, we off. We off there. <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> oh. This has been story time with friends. No. <laughs> oh man, we got anything else on that? I'm, I'm good, man. I, I think we got all the jokes off. <laughs> that, that was a. I mean, yes, we came from a good heart, a good place. We wanted to talk about this, but honestly, I just wanted to get the jokes off. So, I mean, I, I think mission accomplished. So, we can nah, move I'm on. Good. Now nah, we hit on topics. Why people change? Why people don't? Uh, pretty much, just go into any relationship with be honest about what you want. 
And off bat. You yeah, know, just off rip. If if you want something serious, let them know. Yep. If you don't. If you for the games, let them know. Let them know. Mm-hmm. Guys like to play games. We good at that. Boy, hell yeah. <clears throat> Shit. All right. What y'all, what y'all want to talk about now? What we on now? Uh, well, shoot. We kind of um, we kind of alluded to it on the family uh, dynamic. Uh, you were like, uh, where does it start from? Uh, like, is it something that starts in a home? Mm. Like, um, I mean, do you think it might be an issue where, where, well, let's look at it from a guy standpoint. <clears throat> like, well, a black guy standpoint. Okay. We're, we're black men. What would you say? What do you think? Oh, I want to do numbers because numbers get me in trouble. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but but would you say that it's accurate to say that there's we as men come from a lot of broken homes? Absolutely, I know I did. You know what I'm saying? I did. I did. And I did. you had both your parents. Yeah, both yeah. my parents. Wow. Okay, that's respect. How was that? Yeah, please. Damn. Well, <laughs> yeah, please, please, please. No, because I mean, you know, I mean, just in this room, what it's. Two it's out of two three. and three, right? Two out of three, and you know, African American. So, what's the average of that rest? Sixty-six point six percent. Thirty. Okay, close enough. He, he, he tried to get you. He tried yeah. to get you. He tried to get one. <laughs> what? Talking about two for three, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he, 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 he tried. He tried. To, he tried to give you a quiz real quick. Oh, I gave you oh, you think you? Yeah, you think you smart? <laughs> you think you smart? <laughs> but man, yeah, just in this room, it's two out of three. So it's like That's crazy. I mean, I mean, African American men, we lead the race. And leaving our women stranded. I want to say it's that's crazy. I want to say it's almost, if not half, half at fifty percent. Maybe I want to say, but yeah. I mean, just I guess speaking from this perspective of you, because you have both your parents, you know. So yeah, what what? So please. like for me, it was normal. You know, I I don't I don't know any other way. So, mm-hmm. um, what well, technically it was both. Uh, so technicality. My, yeah. So uh, what happened? Uh, my parents got divorced when I was like eight. False start. Wait. And then no, no, no. Hey, 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 Okay. Okay. But okay. So, well, yeah, y'all okay. speak on it then. Okay. So it's still six sixty. What? Look at that man. Why well, see? He been studying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Simple <laughs> fractions. I got you. Feel good. But- <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, boy. J Rock is on fire. Oh, um, right, but yeah, go ahead. But yeah. not so. Um, like I said, till I was eight, my parents got divorced. But you know, then my parents remarried. So I've always had a father figure in my life, whether right. it's my biological father or my stepfather. Mm. Uh, but growing up with this, you know, my, my actual biological parents, uh, both parents work, you know, uh, my dad worked nights, my mom, you know, worked days. So I always had a parents there, whether it's go- going to school or being dropped off, uh, you know, I always had that family di- uh, dynamic. And uh, then once I got remarried, it was, you know, pretty much the same thing. Mm. Um, but for me, one thing I do know is from my perspective, most men learn through pain or consequence. Oh, okay. So talk to them. If you don't have anybody and there to actually provide a barrier for you doing wrong and have a consequence for it, you don't learn that that's wrong. Or by the time you learn it's too late because the police are going to teach you. 
Mm. But, you know, from us, you know, like I said, after my parents were divorced, boys are going to test a single mom. That's just how it is. Yeah. It's not done by ballast or, you know, we're not doing to be jerks or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, especially once you hit puberty, you know, you start feeling yourself. Boy. Then, like, once we got remarried. See, we said for the whole show, Rez. Pause. For the whole show, he's going to bust us up. Pause. I remember. deep No, I remember. Pause. Pause. I remember. Die. But, like, even once we got remarried, getting a whooping from your mom. That's nothing. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, yes. Well, unless she hits you with that ironing board. I mean, you got I, hit with an ironing board? I got hit with an ironing board. That's called abuse. No, 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 no. Mama Rez loves me. But <laughs> but no, because I skipped church. Well, I didn't skip church. Mom told me to come home uh, and not. Uh, she said, come home by the time it gets dark. And she said, don't go to the park. So I went to the park. And. My broad idea was to not tell her I went to the park because I wasn't supposed to go to the park. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's what any kid would do. Right, exactly. However, uh, when I was at the park, I had a homeboy named Jeff. Jeff was a pastor's son. His dad rolled through in the van and was like, hey, uh, y'all want to go to Bible study? So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Jesus. I'll go to Bible study. Right. So I went to Bible study not knowing that this nigga was going to preach for like two and a half hours. I thought we were just doing a fucking lesson. Sorry, God. But I thought we were just doing <laughs> <laughs> In church, pissed off. <laughs> like, God damn. Like, we're still in this mother. How dare you teach God's word I was like, in church? I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's 915. <laughs> I'm like, I got to go home. <laughs> and so I went home, and uh, my mom was there with the belt. You know, single parent, right? She mm-hmm. was there with the belt. And so she was like, where you been at? Church. And, and my stupid butt said the park i was scared to say the oh, church the, i was i had to open it out and you then had tightened to get out up. jail free card yeah I, was like, I, said, up. I said i said i went to the park man she she whooped me so bad dog like there was an ironing board over there and i fell over the ironing board like and she just kept whooping me and then she made me take a cold shower dog it was a bad day bro this nigga this I, over the word i took lashings dog <laughs> this nigga just came from church <laughs> and lied and then and lied, lied to his mama <laughs> then got his ass beat <laughs> <laughs> I took a lot of L's. I took a lot of L's that nah, night. I remember one day I tried my mama so bad, dude. I was, it was, um, I had some friends I used to stay, they used to stay around the corner from me in Garland. And I would stay over the house late at night. Yeah. Right. And come home. It'd be like two or three o'clock in the morning. I'm like a junior shit in high, junior shit in college, I mean high school. Yeah. And she was like, John, you need to start, you need to start coming home early. You need to start coming home earlier. Bro, I came home late. I was, it was like five o'clock in the morning. I came home. Oh, you was wild, cuz. Nigga. I walked into my room. All my shit was on the bed. Everything was pulled out the closet, out the drawers. It was just a big ass pile of clothes on the bed. Like, look, nigga, if you want to uh, keep bullshit, you can get your ass out. I Message. Was like, Shh, okay, I'm good on that. Mm. That is a psychological whooping. <laughs> <laughs> that that is way more effective, man. It's like, damn shit, she was really finna kick my ass out, right, man. Oof. So why? Yeah. You, so let me ask y'all this. I mean, because like I said, African American men, we do lead the race of leaving our women out. Like, why? What? Do, why do you think that is? And we see it. Yeah, we see it all the time. It's what you grow with. Yeah. If for generations, if men leave their women, that's what you see as normal. That's what you see as acceptable. Mm. So you have to take it upon yourself to say, I'm going to, I'm going to do something different. You know, I'm not going to leave my children or my wife 
just because it's time to get hard or if it if it does get hard it has to be a valid reason hmm. you know a lot of people just leave just because it's the first op- just because it's an option gotcha. that should be the last option yeah if you know if you're in a marriage if you know if you have kids if it's fixable at least try to fix it now if, if you're getting abused no absolutely you know you need to leave that immediately mm-hmm. but you know i've seen people get divorced over finances without even talking about finances facts right like you know hey you're spending too much i'm leaving well no sit down make a budget and see can you you know fix this issue before you try to leave but uh yeah i think a lot of this is because we see so much of it growing up well mm. y'all see so much of it growing up well i mean oh, you, 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 oh, see, I see what you did there i see what but um no but for real for real like we we do like think about it like this how many generations back can you say your family goes where they stayed married the entire time mm-hmm. and unfortunately for two two generations mm-hmm. that's that's respect like i i could probably say well no because my my mom and dad they divorced so that breaks mine already uh, the one before that, grandma, and grandpa, I think they were together the entire time, and then grandpa passed. Mm. Um, and I don't even know the generation before that, so that that's a problem. And that's where it goes with most people in our community. It's like after your grandparents or your great grandparents, you, you don't know what's what your lineage is. That's crazy. Yeah, that is wild, man. I want to um, share something real quick, just a little experience that I had because I was a uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, but. Last week, when I was looking for songs for Catch That Beat, yeah, I had I was running across some old ass songs I used to listen to when I was little. One was Five O Four Boys. I can tell. So I mean, y'all niggas probably don't know the song, but it's a very ex- <laughs> that was a shot. Damn. Y'all niggas probably don't know the song, but it was accurate. But it was a shot. <laughs> yeah, that boy, that was pinpoint accuracy. Man, but, I was like, huh? <laughs> but it was it was like very explicit, very vulgar. Like the whole song was about sex. And so I'm jamming it last week. And mind you, when I first heard this song, I was like 10, 11, 12, I think, somewhere in there. And so I'm jamming it. And I'm like, man, like, how did I have access to such a vulgar song at a young age? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm kind of thinking about it. I kind of got into a, a little discussion on social media. And then, you know, people like to bring up fault, right? Like, whose fault was it? Like, where was the parents at? and all this other stuff? Right. And so I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I blame that on me. I blame myself. And I'm going to tell you why. It wasn't my dad's fault. He wasn't in my life. I'm not going to blame him because that would be the easy way out. Mm. I'm not going to blame my mom. She was busting ass, what, working 12-hour shifts to make sure that me and my sister both had food on the table, clothes on our back, and a roof over our head. Right. Plus, most of the time I was listening to this music, I was in Oak Cliff in my granny house. I'm not going to blame my granny. Right, she, you know she, she don't know who, even know what the, she don't know who the five hundred four boys are. You know what I'm saying? She probably think they are a group like the, the Temptations or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight up. So I, I blame myself. But like, if you were to ask me that same question when I was 10, 11, 12, 13 right, I would blame my dad. Off bat, I would have said it was my dad. I would have said it was his fault that I'm listening to what I'm listening to and I'm doing what I'm doing because he's not in my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And because I, I was using him as a crutch, right. And I remember one of the first times, one of my first breaking points to where I was like, look, bro, you got to figure out how to do this without him. It was trying to tie a tie for the first time. Dog, that was the worst. Bro, trying to tie a tie. Dog, I remember this like it was yesterday. I'm standing in front of the mirror, in the bathroom, at our house in Mesquite, pissed off trying to tie this goddamn tie. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in the mirror like, Ugh, why is it so hard? 
Why can't I do this? Why is he not in my life? If he was in my life, he'd be able to teach me how to tie a tie. Damn. Is that real? Absolutely. Like, I, so, this from my perspective, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, I, I saw that on TV. But I'm like, people don't really do this shit. Bro, absolutely that's real. At least it was for me. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm sitting I'm in the mirror and, and saying all this stuff. Like, like, man, yeah, if he was here, I wouldn't know how to do this. But to be honest, he may not have known how to tie a tie. You Those know what I'm saying? difficult. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, could you imagine both of us standing in front of the mirror confused as hell you on YouTube? you trying to hit the Windsor or what were, you, what were you trying to hit? Nigga, I was just trying to do a regular tie. Yeah, I was trying to, yeah. yeah, yeah just Windsor. whatever. Yeah, he, he, you know he, what I'm he saying? Don't know what the name is. Yeah, he don't I was trying to do a full Windsor, not just a Windsor. I was oh, trying to do a full Windsor. Oh, oh, That's how I missed. So he went from, from. I was just trying to do a tattoo. I was trying to do a full Windsor. I was trying to do a full Windsor. But yeah, I mean, he may not have known. You know what I'm saying? But as a child, you have this narrative that floats around in your head for every situation that's like that. And it's, if this person was in my life, I would know how to do this. But that was actually, that's a great example. Like, I mean, I felt that when you, like, I could picture you trying trying to tie a tie and the frustration and under, but just basically defaulting to like, you're not there. Like you, you're supposed to teach me this. This is mm-hmm. what a man's supposed to do for his son. Right. Like, I feel that, that like, like I didn't, my, my parents were divorced. Uh, my, my dad was still there. Uh, to a certain extent, but like I was living in a whole different state. So a lot of my teachings did come from my mom. Like, I mean, there's no ifs, ands about, about it. Like I, I, I would be lying to you guys if I said a majority of my, my, the, my thought process came from my father. Right. Just because I was in the house with her. Um, mom was a little different though, because I had to be a loner because my mom was working two jobs like your mom. Mm. And so I would see my mom when she when i woke up uh she would kiss me on my forehead and say hey breakfast is ready and she'll have like a bowl of oatmeal or something already made up and then she's out and then when i come home from school i'm by myself and then she'll come home and i'll already be asleep and she'll just say hey good night and then that was it so Mm -hmm. a lot of my time was dolo um until my grandma came in and so we started taking care of my grandma and she was still working those two jobs so i didn't really get i think a lot of things that i'm i should have known as a man i didn't find out till late i didn't know nothing about changing oil on a car i didn't know nothing about um you know like mowing lawns like i learned how to mow lawns by by freaking vacuuming <laughs> like i just right. i just said oh well shit this is how you vacuum a house so i'm just gonna mow the lawn the same way yeah for me it was what i saw growing up on tv what who do we have we had family matters Right, two yeah. parent household. Yeah, Did fresh. I do that? Right, uh, fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, two parent household. Okay, punk the brakes. I don't want to sidebar this, but <laughs> you for the, I feel like you for the sidebar. <laughs> but I do, I do have a, I, I do have a question though. Yeah, is it awkward that those were the two examples that you gave, and I completely identify with those? I think we all do. Like th- those were the family. Yeah, that's we yeah, that's watching, that's right? what I was saying. Yeah. yeah, isn't it ironic though that the actors that played the fathers weren't actually heterosexual? They were homosexual. Bro, I don't know. Wow. Okay. On both sides. Wait. Uncle Phil was gay. I mean, I know that, but... Carl Winslow was gay. They actually dated each other. This okay, so 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 Abe, so Abe. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I'm saying, so, it, so is, is, uh, that, is that a commentary on something? Like, like that's the the families we that I think as children we grew up was like, yes, those guys, that's the family I want, and they weren't even a heterosexual family. But as a child, uh, we don't know. We that. don't know that. 
Right. Oh, so what are you trying to say here? Well, I'm just saying it's ironic. Like we were talking about, okay, mothers and fathers in a relationship, uh-huh. right? The father leaves. Well, ironically, we're looking towards families that the actors themselves weren't even like, they wouldn't even have been in a relationship like that. They would have been with each other. But we're not talking about the actors. We're right. talking about the families in the show. Right. We're talking about. Yeah, I was going behind the scenes. Go ahead. We're talking go, about acting. Yeah, go back. Go back to your point. So go back actors to your point. act. <laughs> yeah. Go back to your point. I, I was trying to deep dive. Y'all didn't want to deep dive with me. It's cool. Go. Go ahead. I mean, no, I, I mean, I get what you're talking about. No, 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 no. no, no I, I don't. Now. I guess. Don't you, don't <laughs> I, I have no idea where. So, yeah. Uh, Abe, with the story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, Yo, but, you know what's crazy? Though? I, I probably just blew somebody's mind and be like, oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Somebody will probably listen to this and be like, oh, wow. I didn't. Because I didn't know that. I know. I saw your mind blow. Yeah. Pause. I mean, I just, I, I was just going based <laughs> off what we saw, what we saw on TV. <laughs> Jerry, you ain't know either. So, I, mean, I, I knew Uncle Phil. Yeah, but you didn't know. Not in the call. And that was a more obvious one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Move. <laughs> okay. Move. Okay. Hot water. So, hot water. So, Did it get um, hot in here? Shit. No, nah, but so that, those are the examples that. <laughs> <That's the point. laughs> those are the examples that I had. And it was like, I mean, even, even, no, even with uh, what? The Bill Cosby show. You know what I'm saying? Even some of my friends. It's getting dicey. No, it's getting dicey in but here. But you know, but see, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about family and what we saw on TV. I'm not yeah. talking about personal experience and personal life that's going on that you done rolled into. <laughs> Don't blame me for you breaking up Bill Cosby. I'm, ta- I'm talking about I'm talking about what we saw on TV. Right. Right. We know this thing was popping pills, but even some of my friends had both their parents, right? Yeah, so right. I'm seeing all these different examples of all these different uh, families with two-parent households. I'm thinking, well, shit, yeah, if he was in my life. Yeah. I my family I would be like this I would be a better person but to be honest I have no idea how it would have turned out if my dad was in my life right. that's true you have no idea I could have been a better person I could have been a worse person because of his presence you know what I'm saying right and yeah. I finally had to sit back and realize that and say mm. you know hey dude that's one I could have been a worse person but two dude may not ever come back around again right you know what I'm saying so like what what are you gonna do? Are you gonna sit here and constantly blame him and, and lean on the crutch of his absence? Yeah. Or are you gonna stand up and start taking responsibility for your own life? And you know, just to get back to the more serious note, um, my parents got divorced. Uh, I was in fifth grade, right? Mm-hmm. Ironically, I've come to accept and believe that that was the best thing that ever could have happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like my parents getting divorced and separated actually helped me out way more than if they would have stuck together and that sounds weird to say but like i got a whole extended family because they separated like my brother um Mm -hmm. that lives here in dallas Mm -hmm. i wouldn't know him if they didn't separate gotcha we know like and we grew up around each other and we never like he literally grew up in the same neighborhood as me and we never even knew each other that's crazy really right like like it's it's I, I've gotten so many brothers and sisters now because of them divorcing. And then on top of that, uh, it changed my father's life. My father completely changed his life around after the divorce that he's not even recognizable to me. Like the person I knew, mm-hmm. the person he is now, he's so far exceeded like what it means to be a man to me. And what it means to be a loving father, it, it's insane. So he became a better person after the divorce. So ironically, I got I got a better dad. I got brothers. My mom's happier. It's like everything just clicks. So sometimes it's not all bad. 
Mm. So do you think it was divorce, the divorce that did it, or was it something that transpired after? I think it was what transpired after. Um, I, I think I think that we, um, as people, we 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 learn more from, like you said, pain, and from tragedy, and so you have to reevaluate some things when you make mistakes of that magnitude, and say, okay, well, is this how I really want to live my life? Is is this how I really want to be as a person? I've had to do that personally. Right. You know, I've been in failed relationships. Where I had to pump the brakes and be like, okay, well, wait a minute. Am I, am I, like, I, I had a, a, a relationship where I was super weak in finances. I wouldn't even look at a budget. I mean, if we're tying this back into the overarching theme of the show is like, like, I didn't do budgets. Right. I just spent money. Like, I, I was scared to look at a budget. And so coming out of that relationship i started to realize like well damn like i'm going to have to do this i'm actually going to have to be the one to be accountable for how i'm going to live the rest of my life financially Mm -hmm. and through that breakup that became my strength what was my once my weakness became probably one of my best qualities Mm. so yeah pain yeah yeah so uh, i do want to ask you a question about one thing that you said because it really resonated with me, like you said, that you don't blame nobody else, but you blame yourself. Mm-hmm. So with coming from a broken home, do you think that's more of a side of maturity for yourself or for people to grow past that it's not this person's fault? Or is that just only a crush that people use when they aren't strong enough to stand on their own? Well, uh, and I can only speak from me personally, right. you know what I'm saying? And kind of like how Rez's fam was, like my mom, she worked twelve hour shifts at night. So most of the time Dang. after, yeah. So after I six to six. So most of the time after I got off off, uh, I mean came home from school from basketball practice, she went at the crib. Right. And that's why you got all times of night. She came she came home early, she huh? Came, she came home early came on home my ass one night. Home. She came home early on my ass she one night. Wait a minute. You're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be home by lunch break. Man, but I, I I don't I don't I don't know. To be honest, I think yeah. I think in most cases or in some cases, you can use that as a crutch. Mm-hmm. I cause I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? And I had to find a way to get out of it. But I can only speak from my personal experience. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, everybody's different. But I think do people use it as a crutch as far as them not excelling in life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll bet. Yeah, people use it as a crutch. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not shit. I'm not here because he, I'm not here in life because I don't have a two-parent household. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, like I said, for me, I just had to, to figure it out. Because, I mean, my dad wasn't there at all. And then, shit, my mom was working shifts to make sure that we were straight. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think we lose all power uh, when we when we do that. Like, when we when we put the blame on everybody else, like, you literally lose all the ability to change the outcome at that point. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I mean, like I said, with me trying to tie a tie, I was like, look, you got to figure out how to do this. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And shit. So, I went to YouTube. It was there. I went to YouTube too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I, that was like my first breaking point to where it was like, look, he may, I, I can figure this out without him. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. now, I mean, I think everybody has that same power just to answer your question. Everybody right. has that power to get, get past that. If they're dealing with whatever, like I'm we're talking about uh, a single parent household. I think everybody has that power to get past it, but I don't think everybody uses it. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it's easier to lean on something than to stand on your own. Yeah, yeah. shit, that takes strength to 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 place blame on you. Yeah, and to say, yeah. hey, yeah. I need to figure this out. That's hard. That takes a lot. It's easier to blame somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Facts. All right. So anything else? Nah, man. I think I want to say that's it. Oh shit! You know, some people ask because I've gotten this question too. Um, how do I deal with it? Mm, okay, deep down, you know I'm saying, Yo, how do you, how do you deal with the absence of your father? Right. You know what I'm saying? And me personally, I talk about it. Most importantly, like what we're doing in this podcast right now. Right. Like this for me is a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm coping right now as we record this podcast. The fact that my dad's not in my life. Because I think it's important to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, you know, I cope a little bit through the raising of my daughter. But to be honest, some of it may be suppression. If we being transparent, I may be suppressing a little bit of it. Mm. You know? And I want to be honest and say this on this podcast because I don't want people to be listening to us have these conversations and think, oh, shit, they got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? These dudes got these they got to figure it out. These dudes got to figure it out. But right. to be honest, like, I'll be the first one to tell you I'm human, bro. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. So... Like I said, I could be suppressing the deal of it, but I think one of the most important things we need to do, especially as men, is talk about it. But that's hard for men to do because the topic of an absent father is a vulnerable topic. Well, I mean, and and, and I, I will co-sign you 100% on that because mm-hmm. like there there you get life when you when you actually speak this stuff out. Like you 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 take that weight off. Cause otherwise it's just internal. It's just it's just stuck in you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this podcast, for the most part, we talk about a lot of taboo things. Like it don't feel taboo because we joke a lot. But I mean, like, yeah. like most people aren't just openly talking about finances. Most people aren't openly talking about relationship issues, whether it be men or women, or mm-hmm. or I'm just talking about on the streets. I'm not talking yeah. about from a show standpoint. I'm just saying like we don't we we. We are human just like everybody else. Right. You know, heck, two out of three of us. Well, actually, all, yeah, yeah. divorce. Like, it, it's it's a real thing. It's, it's something that's real. Like, it, I know people that have been um, abused and they get strength from talking about it. Mm-hmm. And those that don't talk about it get consumed by it. And it starts to affect different life choices. Right. So, yeah, like, it doesn't matter, you know, what we're talking about speaking to other people friends family or at least people that you trust it, it can be a coping mechanism and it, and it can actually help improve everything so uh, man i appreciate y'all even letting us talk about this type of stuff oh no that's all good uh so for me like my situation's a little different but like i said my father left when i was eight and i, I remember that night like, uh, me and my brother was up late playing, you know, uh, Super Nintendo at the time. Uh, parents called down, hey, you know, Jared, you know, Matthew, come down here, we need to talk to you. I'm like, oh, shit, we supposed to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man. Caught. <laughs> I done got caught. Didn't put that blanket on the door. Well, hell no, he didn't. <laughs> that light came through. <laughs> man, I was like, let's get this whooping this late. So they said, hey, we need to talk to you real quick. No, uh, I'm leaving. Damn. Damn, just like, like that? that? Well, I mean, it was more fluff, but, you know, years, I, you know, you just only remember yeah. dramatic, but <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, hey, you know, me and your mom getting divorced, whatever, but uh, the hardest part was forgiving. And 
as a child, you don't realize the dynamics of a relationship, mm. whether who did wrong or whatever the case, like that part's irrelevant. I, you know, I really don't know what really happened, but I know that both of them are better separate. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. it took a long, uh, it, it took time for me to uh, forgive my father and for my mother for, for separating. Cause as you know, as an eight year old kid, you don't, you don't understand it. You know, Facts. You know, every day everything's great. You know, you get called on the middle of the night, you're expecting the whooping. I would have rather taken the whooping. Straight <laughs> up, straight up. That night. No, like, you sure you don't eat the belt? It's it's okay. Man. But um and uh then when my parents got remarried, the craziest thing, my stepdad always said, Never hate your father. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he's still the person that gave you life. That's real. He wow. was still there for wow. you. Before your parents split up, whatever he, whatever he does, whatever he doesn't do, he's still your father. You still need to love this person. So I was blessed to have parents and step parents on both sides that always reinforced love. That always mm. talked about forgiveness. I had a you know strong background in church, so I was able to forgive him when I was young. So like now, you know, my dad lives out here. My biological dad lives out here in Texas, mm. and I, I've actually been out there this year to go visit him mm. and there's no animosity you know with my dad my stepmom my stepdad and my mom at all so that's strong man the that's fact strong. that we're all able to get past it and we're all able to be together that, that that's the biggest thing for me man that's i Oof. i think i think what j-rock went through is man. i don't want to say worse but i couldn't imagine my dad being there and then leaving like him mm, not being there, right? You know what I'm saying. You got to kind of work through it, but you've already had this relationship with your dad, and y'all kind of already doing stuff. And then all of a sudden, he just say, "I'm out," right? Because you I, don't know what you what you've been missing all this time. Yeah, and, and yeah. so you have that. What is it better to love and loss uh, than to not love at all? What was it saying? It's Something like that. Yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> I don't know it, but it sounded damn near close. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was fun a joke. And, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like, we be getting we be getting super deep, and then the joke just come out. I, like that's crazy, but that man, that was strong, Jay. That was, that was respect. Yeah, good luck segueing out of this. <laughs> <laughs> man, okay. The art of the segue is not to mention the segue. I know, right? <laughs> All right. So we all have to catch that beat. Shit, I know. That right? was it. I know. Out. Yeah, just just out. Just slam the door on the last topic. All right, catch that beat. Let's go. Ah. All right. So last week I lost yeah. by half a point to rest. Boy, yes. that was a close call too. Because honestly, I thought you won it. For I, I thought you. I got. I, I was. I, I wasn't gonna say nothing. I was gonna take it. Red call. Oh, for you knew. Oh, I knew with all time. Oh, you did. Hell Oh, that's shady. What the? Hey, we're all human guys. <laughs> oh, you didn't think I could count. That's what it was. Uh, bro. <laughs> this nigga Reds went to tallying up them votes. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga had a whole spread. I was like, damn. This nigga don't drew out this whole shit. This nigga, my weakness is my strength. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's yeah, funny. You brought that shit up. I was like, nigga, catch that beat. You won? He was like, no, I won. And he left it alone. <laughs> right. He and then, yeah, okay. and then, like, he had the whole map out. Like, no, I won this song. He won this one. I won this song. He won this one. We split this one. I was Hold like, on. damn, you, okay. You knew, you knew when I knew something was up, it was suspect? What's that? This nigga J-Rock in the thread, he put, I, I was like, I won catch that beat. He put dot, 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 
dot. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was shit. like, wait, hold on, let me count this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh, so Rez makes it to the next round, barely. So it's gonna be Abe and Rez, the champ versus the challenger. Yes, sir. R and B, here we come. God damn it! <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's holding a grudge. <laughs> I think it's about to be 10 RB songs, bro. <laughs> Sweep. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? All right. Chameleon riding dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I heard. That was it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I heard. They said rolling. They hating him. Yeah. I didn't know the song. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't think of the title. Yeah. Shit. Okay. I think he said, here come that R&B. I think he said that shit defeated. Yep. No, that was it. Bro, it really was. Come to R&B and then pull the okie doke. I was ready for R&B. Yeah. He, he issued with the, the quitter, man. That no look. All right. Let's see what we got here. This is my song for uh, R. Kelly. DJ. Fill on your booty. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so split. Yeah, so, so we split in that one. So okay. one and a half to half. One and a half. You I'm now, nigga. You, you gotta keep on singing. Yeah. You would have got it. I know, right? Uh, let's see what we got. One mic, Nas. Mm-hmm. Two and a half. Game point. Damn. Let's go ahead and get this nigga out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm drawing a blank on everything. All right, let's see. But the shit, that, you knew that shit. You a Nas nigga because that beat... Wouldn't even dude, that beat could have been anything. <laughs> <laughs> that beat could have been any damn thing. Go ahead. All right. Let's see. Can Abe come back from this? Lil John. Stand up. Nah, uh You don't give it down. Don't give it down. Throw it up. That's not Lil John. That's um Young Bloods. Young Bloods. God damn it. Young blood. Young you don't give a damn. damn. Don't give a damn. Damn. If you don't yeah. give a damn, you damn. Yeah, that's it. Just damn. Yeah, just damn. Yeah. yeah. What's that? I knew if I went to the club, yeah. we'd give A yeah. back. Hey, hey, boy. Yeah, we should be in that. Hole. Go ahead. All right. So, two, two and a half to one and a half. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Mm-hmm. ASAP. Ti. <laughs> gang. That's gang. I beat him. But hey, can we no, sit at the same time? Go ahead, huh? go ahead, go ahead. You know, go ahead. The nah, champ is here. <laughs> nah, we're gonna do one more. The that, champ is that, here. That was a little too close. All right, that all right. was a tie. Let's how many? How many more songs you got? Oh, I got plenty. Oh, oh he I, came, I came, he came he ready came today. I thought it was gonna be a little longer than this. Let's see. Uh, okay, there we go. Nelly, pimp juice. Okay. Right, let, let it ride. <laughs> hey, I didn't think hey, you would get that one. Hey. See, I, t- I took a week off. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. I took a week off, Got man. Couldn't hit that note, though. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. Champs in here. I thought I was going to get you on that one. Champs in here. I can't wear what else you got. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, let's run it just for the sport. Let's see if the audience can get some. Yeah, because I ain't let none of them beats play. <laughs> nigga, none. I cut all them shit, so I was like, nope. So I know how that shit feel. When I did Love as a Friend, he was like, damn shit, nigga. I didn't even hear the beat yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, dog. That was God like. I was like, how did he know that? Fool, I'm sitting here. I'm like, God damn. Like, this nigga, I don't hear shit. <laughs> all right, let's see. 
fuck with a play button out there, bro. It's like, oh, it's like. Yeah, Jada Kiss, why? Why Jada Kiss is hard as it gets? Hold on, let me ask you a question. Why was that a question? Is that why even is a what? good question? Why is Jada Kiss as hard as it gets? Pause. I don't know. Pause. <laughs> oh, that is a pause. <laughs> Jada, pause, nigga. Hey. <laughs> Let's see what else we got. We got a couple more. Stupid Jada Kiss. This nigga really ain't letting nothing drop, bro. Like nothing. Dun, dun, uh. oh, I thought that was I got hosts. R. Second. Kelly. That's R. Kelly. Pop Piper. Um, I don't know the name of the song, but I do have a problem with this nigga calling himself the Pop Piper and putting all these damn flutes in all this. Damn, what's the name of the song? Did we I'm really want to oh. play R. Kelly after he mentioned Bill Cosby? Wait. Well, it's safer. We say wait. <laughs> oh my god Wow Wow So many hoes So many hoes I'm a good Oh Gigolo Gigolo That's Wait, what that it was Wait that was Nick Cannon Nick Cannon That was Art. Nick Cannon Nick Cannon Yeah, yeah. Nah they were both on it Nah nah Oh my god I gotta play yeah. that That song was I'm hard I okay. see you Jay You in the back Yeah he, he here today Let's see We got We still got more Dang that was classic Gigolo Yeah Nucky V Buck Crime Mob Nigga hey, yeah, shit What the hey, fuck hey, <laughs> hey, Why ain't that Every club hey, banger bro, down Hey Nigga this is Wait wait This ain't Juju on that beat Boy hell no Juju hell on no. that beat Hell no You ugly Hey you see that shit die You your daddy son hey. But Crime Mob Stealing this hoe Hell no, crime yeah Dog I was so mad When they when they remade This damn song I was like That's no, Crime no, Mob no, 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 no. That's the song I avoided yeah, you. Oh yeah, I no, yeah, your song. ass. Yeah, Boy, when this song came on, nigga, I was off the floor, nigga. We was in this hole. Yeah, nah, nigga. nah. So many fights. Uh, yeah, um, be like, uh, I'll be at the bar. Hey, yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, and they move around, <laughs> <laughs> move around. <laughs> Bathroom shit. I like this. This is 180 pounds. You go to the parking lot, nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alright, what else you got? That was it? Uh, I, 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 got, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Yes, yeah, that that was it. That's what's up. Shoot, thank you for not playing that early. You, you could actually got me out the game if you... Well, yeah, if you would have dropped that one. Oh, yeah. I, know, I was like, oh, I can't do that one for the game one. Damn, this nigga Rez, bro. No, nothing dropped, dog. No beat dropped that he got. This nigga was just getting them hoes. I, I thought I was going to get you with Nas. I was like, huh. Nah, I knew he was going to do that. I, I mean, but I thought it was at least take him 10 seconds. One oh, no, no, no. Nas, one mic. Like, shit. No, dog. I remember where I was when I first heard Nas, one mic, dog. I was like... like I. I was uh I was chilling in the room, dog. I heard that song. I literally pictured myself in the alleyway. The glass broke. Remember the police came mm-hmm. and like, dog. Now I spazzed on that song, bro. That's back when I was in my lyrical miracle spiritual. Yeah, lyrical shit. miracle spiritual. That's what's up, man. Sound like some bullshit to me. That's what's up, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's on your playlist. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna have some, I'm gonna have some fire shit for y'all ass next week. Mm-hmm. See, I, you were leaning, you were really leaning towards his ass because he, he said something last week about the shit I was playing. So he was like, "Oh shit, I need to, I need to put a whole bunch of shit on her reds light." Well, no, nah, that's yeah. how the nigga ended up winning. Yeah, yeah. Well, nah, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> the art of war is to actually subdue your opponent before the fight starts. Yeah. So I, I plant that. the seed. A week later, it turns into fruit. That's you. You fell for it. You fell for it. Man, man, <laughs> fell for the mousetrap. Nah. Two clubs. Two raps and a couple R and Bs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get off J Rock, dog. You know he, nah, play, nah, he nah. played it fair, dog. You you trying to contaminate the waters? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was good though. That was he good. diversified his portfolio. That was good. So I wish y'all two next week. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Come with them beats, nigga. Oh, I'm coming with the mugs. Hey, we need R and B all the way down.
<laughs> Alright, man, we gotta hear this, dog. Bet that, bet that shit. This your boy King Gaze. Young Rest. J Rock. In the building. Speak Between the Lines, episode. We out of here. One, two. Why this nigga. Why do you do that? Why not? <laughs> Why not do it? <laughs> it's supposed to be my fake. <laughs>